0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending May 20th. I'm your host, Emily Zhao, and I'm joined by our chief investment strategist, Paul Eidelman. Paul, how are you?
1: Yeah, very good. How are you, Emily?
0: I am well. Thank you very much for asking. Well, Paul, it has been quite a week this week. Uh, Could you give us a recap on some of the recent market volatility and what's been driving it?
1: Sure. I I mean, the volatility has been going for the better part of 2022 now, so it's taken some getting used to. But um, equity markets were off again this week after a mini rally at the end of last week. Sitting here on Thursday afternoon in Seattle, U.S. equities as measured by the S&P 500 index are off about 4% on the week. And that takes the cumulative peak to trough experience all the way down to sort of negative 19%. So it's been a pretty significant sell-off. I think for a lot of investors that have been doing this for decades, we're used to a lot of volatility, but this is one of those more serious events. And I think there's a couple of things going on just in terms of, Uh, The cumulative pressure on markets this year, obviously, we had the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That created some stress on commodity prices and consumers. And then throughout the period, there's been growing concerns about U.S. inflation dynamics overshooting the Fed's target and then increasingly getting hawkish and sounding the alarm about higher interest rates um, to combat that high inflation. And so that's caused a lot of anxiety about slowing economic growth uh, and some rippling pain into financial markets. So, I think that's been the overarching idea. This week, I think contributing to the volatility was some significant misses on corporate earnings results from some major U.S. retailers, um, namely Walmart and, and Target both significantly missed consensus expectations on earnings. And there was kind of a a couple of components behind that in terms of a story. It looks like consumers facing high inflation are are cutting back on some more expensive brands and being more budget conscious with their spending. And then as well, the the retailers are flagging significant cost pressures through their pipeline. And so that's netted out to mean uh, significant impacts on profit margins um, and ultimately uh, their profitability. So that really caused uh, the downdraft this week I mean, it has been significant. Our thinking is right now there's a pretty significant tension in the outlook. We agree that there's more cyclical concerns and risks than there were previously. Directionally, that leaves us thinking a little bit cautious right now. But we're also seeing through our sentiment framework, measures of market psychology, that investors in the aggregate are actually very pessimistic now. And that's actually a tactical signal that we quite like. So those are kind of two competing signals within our investment process and netting them out. We think right now, sort of a balanced investment approach sticking to a long-term strategic asset allocation is really the the place to be that that we prefer at the moment.
0: Okay, great. And given some of what you've mentioned here, could you give us an update on your views of the global economy? Are there any signs that it's slowing down or has it been showing resilience?
1: It has been showing some pretty good resilience so far this year, but I think there's a, a couple areas of weakness that are maybe starting to emerge. One of the obvious ones is in China right now. So they they had a pretty negative COVID experience in the months of March and April. And with significant lockdowns in both uh, the cities of Shanghai and Beijing, we've seen pretty significant impacts onto their economic activity. Um, But it does look like maybe the, the COVID situation is starting to get a little bit better in China. And with that, some expectations that Maybe activity in China could rebound over uh, the second half of 2022, particularly with the government talking about more stimulus. So certainly some some weakness in China, but some hopes that maybe we're we're close to the bottom there. More globally, uh, economic conditions across the developed markets have been mostly resilient so far, but we're starting to see a little bit of a step down around that anxiety about the the Fed and central banking and maybe elevated recession risks bleeding into corporate confidence. So CEOs are getting a little bit more pessimistic about their outlooks. And we are seeing the manufacturing sector, particularly in the United States, start to step down a little bit from very, very strong growth rates in in 2020 and 2021 uh, to uh, more sort of middling growth rates now. So so a little bit of a step down in in the pace of economic growth, but, but growth nonetheless. And then I think the final area that's showing a little bit of weakness right now is the real estate market, and that's, that's true globally, with interest rates having moved up so much, that's created uh, some challenges in terms of affordability for a lot of individuals uh, and taken a little bit of a bite out of uh, real estate demand.
0: All right. Well, it'll certainly make for an interesting week next week, too. That is all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your insights on the markets. And to our viewers, thank you very much for tuning in. And we will see you next week on Market Week in Review.